Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to the Clear Money Program's online radio show. I'm your host, Helen Gibson, at Denver Community Credit Union. Denver Community is a not-for-profit financial cooperative serving the people of the city and county of Denver. Today, I'm interviewing, or I should say re-interviewing because he's coming back, uh, Chad Gentry. He's the Executive Director of Community Credit Counseling Services, one of our partners in the Denver metro area. Hi, Chad. Hi, Helen. Thanks for having me back. Of course. Well, your show is one of the most popular ones last year, so we would be crazy not to have you back. And last year we delved into the topic of credit. Uh, This show I wanted to do a little shorter show focused on the definition of credit. And so I guess to start with, what would you say credit is, and is that the same as what people mean when they hear the word credit? Yeah, I think there's really probably two definitions uh, when people say the word credit. You know, one definition is my credit as in my credit cards and debt and available credit with a home equity loan or a line of credit on their checking account. So there's credit in the sense of having the ability to utilize a banking product to, um, in the sense of debt. And then there's credit. When we say credit, and we're talking about the credit scores, is really credit worthiness. Um, what, how do banks and financial institutions look at you as a consumer, and how do they rate your ability to pay obligations in the future and the risk associated with that? So I think that's the real differentiating factor. Okay, so how does that business work exactly? How do people at a local bank or credit union uh, figure out your credit? Yeah, when they're talking about your credit worthiness and your ability to pay in the future, banks want, and financial institutions, and credit unions included, want to lend to people, obviously, who are going to repay their debts on time. Um, So they have to do a risk analysis. One of the points of that risk analysis is your income. Do you have the ability to pay back the debt? Uh, The second one is your credit score, and the credit score really speaks to your credit worthiness. Someone with a lower credit score would have the tendencies to not pay on time consistently. Somebody with a higher credit score would pay off uh, rather consistently over time. So how how do they get that credit score? How is that created? Yeah, that's a great question. So the credit bureaus themselves have created what we call the secret recipe, uh, (laughs) kind of a computer model to calculate your ability to pay. And sometimes that's a very fair model, and sometimes it really discriminates against consumers who maybe have been through a life transition, uh, and they end up with a score lower than their actual character. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I think that's what people need to focus on. They need to focus on, uh, what do they need to focus on? Really need to focus on their credit score matching their true character and ability to pay. Okay, and how do they focus on that, in your opinion? Yeah, so if you had someone who paid over time, 20 years on time, all of their debts, their credit score is a very high score, maybe a 700, 740, and then they go through a divorce or a medical situation and it impacts their credit and drops the score, we know that that person really morally and ethically pays their bills on time, but in reality, the score is saying they're not going to pay on time. So they're Mm -hmm. going to get lesser products and higher interest rates when they work with these financial institutions. Okay, I, I think I've said similar things. I say if you're going through like and getting a charge card at the local retail store, they're probably just checking your credit score. But a lot of times when they come into our credit union, they're taking a much bigger picture. They're looking at their prior relationship to the credit union. They're looking at 
that history and looking for a lot of those nuances because they pull a whole credit report, not just a score. What do you? What's the difference between a report and a score from your point of view? Yeah, and that, that's a great idea. So when you go to Sears to buy a washer and dryer, the person at Sears doesn't even necessarily see your score. They okay. might just get a pass or fail based on Sears' risk model. Um, so the difference is when you apply for certain types of obligations and finance certain types of consumer products, you might actually just get a pass or fail. And that mm-hmm. person doesn't have a chance to look at what we would encourage them to see if they come into the credit union and you pull a full credit report, you're seeing a much broader scope of data. So you can make an analysis off that person's ability to pay and their true character, their credit worthiness, with much more information. It's a, it's a lot deeper research than just a pass or fail because you're getting lots of points of data. Okay. And you talked about earlier, you talked about making your credit match your credit worthiness or the quality of consumer that a person's thinking about taking a risk on how uh, how do you do that is there are there any ways to make those match if you've had troubles in the past is there a way it do you, do you have to have made mistakes to have a bad credit score i guess is one way to ask that yeah there i guess two separate answers if you have no credit um that is really considered bad credit or unrateable credit. So if someone has what we call a thin file, they just haven't used credit over their life, or they've taken a 20-year break from using credit, there's no data points for the credit bureau to calculate a score. So no credit is really considered maybe marginal or bad credit. Um, and I think that's what a lot of consumers challenge. When they get uh, have a bad experience around credit, they just stop using it. And in oh. reality, you need to use credit to rebuild that score. Okay, and how do you, like, is there a certain formula that you help people use to build that credit? And if you've had, and this is a separate question, it just occurred to me too, uh, if you have bad credit, is that forever? No, definitely not. There are techniques you can use to increase your credit score and have it match your credit worthiness as a person, um, and they don't take very long. You know, in the in the short run, three to six months, uh, in a longer view, maybe up to 12 months or a full year. And this is probably a good point to talk about uh, credit repair clinics. Mm -hmm. There are for-profit companies in the nation who will fix your credit and charge you a very high fee to maybe improve your credit. I would really tell consumers to be leery of paying six, $700, high as $1,000 to a for-profit credit repair clinic because they may or may not be able to deliver uh, actually increasing your score a certain number of points. So how do you know if a clinic is for-profit? Yeah, if they're not, if they're a for-profit company, obviously they're going to be registered in your state with the Secretary of State, and the best start is the Better Business Bureau, because if they've got a bad reputation and they've taken advantage of consumers, you're going to find that out at the Better Business Bureau. The alternative to that a solution with the for-profits is to work with a non-profit or your local credit union to actually work through the credit score itself and apply some of those techniques of paying down debt, getting things resolved that are not accurate, and maybe even paying off old medical bills, making things current, catching up student loans. Those types of things can boost your score 30 or 50 points in a matter of 60 days. Oh, wow. That quick? Very quick. That's really good to know. And at this point, we're trying to uh, keep this show a little bit smaller, and I want to let our listeners know that I'm actually going to be interviewing one of our loan officers next week about what products we might have that help with building credit, so if they're looking for that next step. But 
if they're looking for a nonprofit that can help them with their credit, you would count, correct? We we absolutely can help, and they can give us a call direct. Our phone number is 303-233-2773. They can visit our website if they just want information. It's community-credit.org. Uh, and we service the whole state of Colorado. If you're outside of the state, uh, we can get you to resources inside your state. And I know we value your partnership, and we don't partner with people we can't trust. So I'll just throw that out there, too. And uh, if you have, for our listeners out there, if you have a need for more information on this topic, you're welcome to call me up at 303-573-1170 and my extensions 1754. You can email me at education at denvercommunity.coop. That's dot C-O-O-P. And I'm also on Facebook and Twitter, Twitter, Helen M. Gibson. On Facebook, you can find me as Helen Gibson. Uh, And you can look at our website. And, Chad, can you share your information again in case people would want that? Yeah, happy to. It's Community Credit Counseling Services. We're in Lakewood, Colorado, and you can reach us at 303-233-2773 or on the Internet at community-credit.org. And I think one final thought would be there are only two people that control your credit uh, reporting information. One Mm -hmm. is you as a consumer, and the other is bank and collection agencies. So the credit bureaus themselves do not put information on and off the credit. It's actually you controlling that or Mm -hmm. your financial institution. But you can dispute there, and I guess it is a great time to share the FTC website, the annualcreditreport.com website, to as an access point to look at that report, which you get for free each year. Absolutely, and annual credit report is mandated by the federal government. It is the only free site to get actual free credit reports. As an alternative, we just launched a product yesterday where consumers and people listening to this show, we can actually get your credit report as a tri-merge with all three scores with the actual credit score on it, uh, and it's a soft hit to their credit, and it's just $25. And there's so much in that. Again, a soft hit doesn't affect your score. That's why you mean by a soft hit. Absolutely. And when you order your report online with annual credit report, you don't get the score itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're going to need to pay about $7 per report for the score. Mm -hmm. It's well worth it and a good, safe place to get your credit. And how much for people listening to this show would that cost if they went through you? Yeah, if they come to us, it's $25, and they get an additional hour with a certified counselor to analyze the credit reports and break down what's actually on them. I think getting the reports is half the battle. Understanding Mm -hmm. how to read them is the real challenge. I I agree. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Chad. I think this was great information and uh, very practical, so I thank you for that. Wonderful. Thanks for having me. Thank you for all our listeners, and hopefully you'll return to listen uh, to our show next week when we talk to Rhonda, one of our lending officers. Goodbye.